Hey, can you guys imagine uh, if you were training for the pipeline where you would go to get some equipment? Like, you don't even know what to get. You know, just know that there's going to be swimming, not tying, that kind of stuff involved in it. Dude, well, it's really specific stuff too, right? Like, you can't just get any rope. You can't just go to Walmart and get any fins. When I was training for the pipeline, you had to, like, it was like an underground fight club. It was like I was doing a drug deal. I met a dude behind a building <laughs> one time. He's like, hey, man. You need some, you need some rocket fins. Like I, I just didn't have anywhere that I could go. Jared, is there, is there anywhere that we could go? Maybe, maybe a whole bundle to get us started. <laughs> you mean like an aspect war bundle from attack elite? I mean, now we're you talking. Could go there. I, you could go to attack elite. You can get your entire aspect war bundle. I heard they just got back into stock. I heard they can get there in as fast as three days. You can get your, yourself on your little path to being an aspect war operator inside of business week that's not too bad you decide on monday you're training on friday that's pretty good bob's your uncle and you're good to go you get your high volume mass you could also get rucks or the the old alice frames and you can get body armor anything you need not just for aspect war either you could do it for rangers uh green berets or even navy seals and marsoc so go check them out yeah, yeah. and that's attack elite fitness so it's attack a-t-a-c-l-e-t-e dot com that's attackleet.com go get your training gear today <laughs> and also use ones ready as the promo code hello and hey everybody welcome back to the ones ready podcast if you're worried <laughs> about dive physics uh there you go because <laughs> are you hey, worried about percentages yeah <laughs> dalton's dalton's law of partial pressure states that all partial pressures will add up to the total pressure of a mixed gas in a solution do you need to figure out that percentage but are you functionally ret- boy do i have a handy <laughs> trick for you Become a PJ combat controller, SR? (laughs) Don't drag me in. Are you a functional idiot? First of all, I know what career fields you should be in. They all start with one Z. Number two, (laughs) since you are an idiot, we can help you uh, because you still have to do smart kid stuff. But we can help you be a dumb kid in a smart kid world. Anyway, come back for more of our tips. (laughs) And if you notice, the enlisted are 1Zs. The officers are 19Z, so they're good. (laughs) They're all good. That's not true. It's not true. I was just having a discussion with a stupid officer friend of mine this week. It was great. <laughs> he, he and I were having a grand old time because we're both idiots. I know you're not talking about Kato because there's no way. Absolutely. Oh, man. I, I just can't say enough good things about him. Trent, I have some bad news, man. Our relationship is going to have to be on pause because my D.O., essentially is the mold of what they made Captain America off of, but they couldn't get Captain America quite right. Like he, K-Dub is tall. You know what pisses me off about him too? I lost a bar bet over K-Dub about two weeks ago to, to CO. It is going away. We were at seven C's having a beer and uh, somebody bet me how much K-Dub weighs. And I'm like, not an ounce under 220. The guy's an inch or two taller than me. His lifts are ridiculous. He's ridiculously strong. I'm like, he's not an ounce over 220, this guy. I'll bet you on it. And I had a friend, my officer, a smart officer friend. Smart officer friend was like, nah, man, he's 200. Nope, he's he's definitely under. So we hit, we set the parameters correctly. I text K-Dub. I'm like, how much do you weigh? He's like, I weigh like 198 between, you know, 198 and 203. I'm like, nonsense. This is not. I was like, are, do you have like a skeleton that like a shady government scientist replaced with carbon fiber. Like, are you unbreakable and lighter now? Like, that's just annoying. He's, sh- he's shredded. He is shredded. 
Peaches. He's got anaconda arms and a dump truck ass. He lifts a lot of weight and people <laughs> like him. Like he's everything that I want to be and, and he's smart. It's terrible. And yeah. and everything I hate. <laughs> and everything I it makes me hate me. Like I hate it's a vicious cycle at work. <clears throat> I get in at work, we work out together early because we're there like before, you know, usually we start lifting about six. Like we're there early, early. We start lifting and I hate him and then I hate myself and then I take a shower and then I go to work. That's my day. <laughs> Welcome to PT at the 2-2 SDS. And then we just go into our battle rhythm and he's smarter than me there too. It's great. Not for me, uh, but for the demoralizing. unit. I deployed with him and it was the same thing. If oh, you're you going to leave me for anybody, it's fine. I get it. <laughs> you know what? That's awesome. Yeah, no, you get it. Yeah. yeah. So everybody that knows K-Dub understands. Everybody. <sighs> Total man yeah. crush. Anyway. Um, so I, for everybody out there, we don't really have a plan going in today. Uh, our guest actually canceled, unfortunately, but it's a good thing because he's actually heading to Airborne. So we just finished Ranger School. Then he's going to hit Airborne. So then he'll be able to come on here and talk all Army. So we've got that going for us. So... Um, Everyone's going to be pretty to tough. Get... <laughs> yeah. He may not make it's it. It's going to be tough because he's going to lose faith in the military training complex. That's what he's. Gonna... That's why airborne is tough. <laughs> airborne is tough because it's three days worth of training packed into three weeks worth of time. That's why airborne is a tough day. And you're still living in, you know, Vietnam or World War II barracks, whatever they are. I know they're just yeah. really old. Actually, they've got to be prior to Vietnam because they were still around during Vietnam. So she mm-hmm. just would not want to say they're world war two. Yeah. Cause that was there. <laughs> <laughs> um, so anyway, so some of the things we're going to talk about are just kind of random thoughts that come into our heads. But um, one of the things that I did want to hit right off the bat, and maybe it'll, it'll kind of steer us in a direction is kind of a message to recruiters because um I know recently we've kind of done messages to, uh, you know, candidates, recruits, and then we've talked to parents specifically, but then like we haven't really talked to recruiters and and we've got a a decent relationship with recruiters, I think, at least some of the ones that we've worked with personally. But um, some of the feedback we've gotten is some of the recruiters might be a little upset with us because we, we did an episode, I think it was the IFT, OFT, CFT episode that uh, it, it am I not supposed to mention this, Trent? <laughs> no, no, I was just okay. I'm being sarcastic. Trent looks with my, like he, yeah, Trent looks like he's being held hostage. It looks like yeah. somebody just walked in the room, and Trent's trying to tell us with his eyes that he's in danger, but he he's doesn't know how to do it. So SOS. He, how do I blink SOS out? <laughs> he's trying to blink it out. So, um, some of the feedback was that that some recruiters were upset with us about the IFT, CFT, OFT episode where we said, hey, don't go in unless you're at these standards or these are what you need to strive for and that kind of stuff. Um, Because they had recruits that were saying like, oh, I'm not where I feel like I need to be. So I want to delay, you know, three months, which I can appreciate the um, challenges for the recruiters and the frustration for the recruiters. But at the same time, like you got to see it from the from the recruits or the candidates perspective is that they are going in to get their asses kicked really, really bad. And if they're not prepared, they're just going to 
you know, fail out or quit or whatever. And then they're going to the needs of the Air Force or they are losing control of where they get to go. So to the recruiters, like put yourself in their shoes. I get it. You probably are dealing with some folks that are, um, you know, not wanting to get off the sideline or they're hemming and hawing or you can tell that they're kind of wasting your time. But I don't know. I don't know how to navigate that. I just use your best judgment. Don't be upset at us or or the candidate if they want to make sure that they are 100% prepared to go in. That's just my my two cents. I like this. Trent, why don't you take the side where oh, you man. yell at the students? Now that Peaches is the, is we, we found out who the cone sympathizer is. Oh. oh, and it looked like such a good rant too. He was like smiling a little bit and he was like well, probably saying mean? the only important <laughs> thing that we were going to say this whole podcast and he was muted. Yeah. And it's destroyed now. Uh, what do you got on it, Trent? Well, so I understand that much like everything else in the Air Force, recruiting was not built to be efficient for our community. Uh, so, like, there's a, it's a numbers game for them. So, like, these recruiters have, you know, their entire chain of command coming down on them saying we have to hit these numbers. And, and recruiting is a very numbers driven, uh, you know, uh, game or, or, or mission or whatever. It's just that when it comes to what we do, the, 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 the things that, that uh, dictate or navigate or whatever, or, or uh, I'm not good at words today. In, like the ASVAB, right? The ASVAB will say, like, most of these people will be successful in this career field because it's very academic. A lot of the, the Air Force AFSCs are, are very academic, and the, the physical stuff is it is what it is, but it's not that difficult. Whereas we don't have those, like, same things. It takes a whole lot more. It's about the person. It's about the physicality. It's also about the ASVAB and, and who they are as a person. So when these recruiters are out there and, and some kid comes up to them and says, Hey, like one's ready said, I shouldn't ship until I get these numbers. And this recruiter is trying to get the right numbers in the door. And it's not that recruiter. It's, it's the 18 people above them being like, Hey, we got to ship this many people this month uh, or else we're not, we're not going to make goal. Uh, it's a lot of pressure. So I think probably the recruiters are probably doing a great job and, and holding off as, as best they can, the majority of them uh, to make sure that we get the best people possible. But it's, it's a big machine and it's hungry all the time. And it's, uh, I've been thinking about this a lot and I, I really don't have any great solutions. Can you, yeah. can you hear me now? Is now a thing. Are you back? Muted nope. again? Uh, yeah. how, okay, man. That's oh unfortunate. Gosh. That's because I know that he's going to come in with something hot. I do have something hot too. Oh, no. Ugh. Still nothing, bro. <laughs> but so to the, to the numbers point, Right. I and and really the the folks that are above them, it, it's tough. They like they're in a they're in a weird situation. They really are because they're they're almost getting pulled in in multiple different directions. And then you know we we talked about it. I don't think this episode is is uh, appeared yet, but you know the parents that go into the recruiter's office, like you know, so they're getting pulled in multiple different directions. But ultimately, gotcha. yep, gotcha. What do you got on it, Aaron? Oh. Okay, I'm sorry to interrupt. Go ahead, finish your thought, Peaches. Jeez, I'm an idiot. <laughs> Please tell me it was just a simple switch. <laughs> it, it was. A, I've been having such problems. Like I couldn't even make last week's thing because I'm doing like all these things. So now it's just like the you know the the bad feelings of last time just failing and not being able to get on. Like those are in the back of my head. I'm like, that's it. I screwed it up. Now I have to turn my camera off. And now the comments are going to be even more mean than they normally are. <laughs> 
So what Great. do you got on the uh, on the the recruiters? Well, I'm glad that we went in the way that we did, right? Like, I understand the recruiter's problem. I understand the recruiter doesn't want people. They have a timeline. They have, you know, goals that they have to meet. And, you know, we all have bosses and we all have, you know, target numbers and we all have these things. So I understand their frustration when they come back and they go, hey, you guys did an episode. And now everybody's like, well, I got to wait until I hit these numbers. And these numbers are arbitrary and they're already meeting the minimums. Man, I'm sensitive to it. I get it. On the, and I'm glad that Trent kind of had the middle ground here where he's like, you know, I think that there's a lot of competing interests because I'm going to take the, the the way other side of it and I'm going to be mad at the candidates too. Y'all, we have told you a million times you're not going to feel ready, right? It's easy to be the stud in the development program. In your little fishbowl, it's easy to be the guy that everybody's looking at or the guy, the girl that's looking at and is like, Oh man, this guy's crushing it. He's going to kill everything. And you're going to every development session and you're walking out of there and people are asking you like, how are you training and how are you eating and what things are you doing? It's that's comfortable. It's comfortable being in your little development program, working with your recruiter. It's easy to go. I don't know. Give me like a couple more months. I'm just a, I'm a couple pushups away from 75. I'm going to wait until I get in. Come on guys. There's, there's a middle ground here where you're tracking, you're doing well. You're having good gains. You're above your peers. You're ready. You feel like you were at least on the right path. It's not a reason to hit the pause button for six months because you're like, oh, well, this one number, you know, they said they, they wanted us to run a 930 and I'm running a 945. So nope, I, I can't ship in a month. I gotta, I gotta pump the brakes. Come on, guys. A lot of this is unknown. You're stepping off into that, you know, into that unknown or into that uncertain environment and you're going to test yourself at ANS. There is, you're not going to be ready. It's like having kids or getting married or buying a new house. If you wait till you're ready, you're not doing any of that stuff because you're never ready to do that. You're never ready to go to ANS. You're never ready to go to Indoc. And of all people, I understand what it is like to go to that course and fail and have to deal with those internal struggles, you know, that hit to your ego for years, years, guys. Like I understand. I went. I sucked. I failed. I don't know what that is in Latin, but it ain't Vinny Vetti Vici. So, uh, you know, I, I had to deal with that for with who I am for four years before I got back to my like. It's scary as shit. Like I get it, but you got to go. Like we we don't have people that get scared and get paralyzed. We have people that get scared and then they get after what they're supposed to go do because that's what you do. Like you have to do that. So. I think there's a good middle ground. You can, you can, two things can be true at the same time. We can agree that the recruiters have an impossible job and they're trying to get you just to, to get to that standard and get you out the door because we need you in the pipeline. It, you do no good to us if you're not in the pipeline, right? I get it. But also get your ass in gear. Realize that there's differences between requirements and expectations. There's good, better, best. Be a grown up. You're not going to be perfect. They're not going to, <laughs> No recruiter is going to come to your development session and go, you know what, this guy, he doesn't even need to do ANS. Let's just get him in some of the cooler <laughs> schools of the pipeline. Like, you're still going to ANS, homie. You're still going to Joint Base San Antonio, Chapman Annex, and you're still going to go, we're going to see what's what. You know what I mean? So figure it out, everybody. Recruiters, sorry for the episode. <laughs> we respect you guys as professionals. <laughs> all you candidates, figure it out. I'm not going to yell at recruiters. They're all friends and colleagues and stuff. <laughs> no, and, and don't get Even me wrong. The I'm, podcast, not, I'm, not I'm not going to pretend. 
Yeah, I'm not fussing at recruiters. I'm just saying, like, yeah. hey, they were they were a little upset with us. Was the word on the street that we got? Uh, we, yeah. you know, through some messages and also through uh, official channels, believe it or not. And right. um, like, so you know, I just I just want to throw it out there. Nobody's nobody's mad at you, like RB. And you know, th- that's the unfortunate part of where we're at is that we say something and then, well. Two, two things. The unfortunate is, part is people listen. That's the unfortunate I know, part. I know. And and like the worst part about it is that, you know, all three of us are still active duty, still senior NCOs, right? So that we've got that. So people listen, you know, and then the podcast. Now we've got a platform and it's like, oh boy, double whammy. You guys right. are messed up for even listening to us because if you've watched this long enough, you realize that we're actually idiots and we're just you know, dealing with imposter syndrome and, you know, just trying to make it happen. <laughs> Constantly, every single day. I do want to, I do want to hit on that too. I had a really good discussion about imposter syndrome, right? So I, I think that's a good bridge to talk about this stuff because it is something, it's kind of on the other side of humility, right? Like, so you want to be humble, you want to be calm, you want to be confident, you don't want to put yourself out there, you want to be a quiet professional, got it. Well, when you do that, you immediately open yourself up to, well, maybe I'm, you know, because I, I immediately transition and me being a quiet professional is usually uh, equal to me having negative self-talk, right? So it's not so much Aaron being a quiet professional. It's Aaron in his head going, shut up, you POS. Nobody needs to hear your opinion. You should not be talking. You're an idiot, which is not healthy. I got to tell you, um, but it's 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 born out of that imposter syndrome, right? And, and for people that aren't tracking, imposter syndrome is kind of the feeling that Somebody's gonna find you out and you're gonna you're gonna say something and finally somebody's gonna go, You're a fraud, you shouldn't be here. And it's a constant sort of anxiety thing. Um, Trent, I know you and I have talked about, you know, kind of imposter syndrome. So how do you how do you deal with it? How do you find that line between I wanna be a quiet professional and and stay away from negative self talk while while still allowing yourself to have a little bit of positivity? Because it's okay for you to go, Hey, I've done something no one else can do. That's the reason we have ANS. That's the reason why, you know, Mike Perolio was talking about that shared experience. Like we want to look at each other across the team room table and say, Hey, we've done something hard and that's a good thing. But how do you temper that with, you know, imposter syndrome and some of the other stuff we just talked about? I, I think we all, we all deal with that, especially, you know, when you put yourself on camera and you want to talk about your job, it's, it's, you know, who, who are, who am I to tell young people out there what they should or should not be doing, especially, you know, like, uh, but I, I mean, I have, I've been trying to talk myself through this thing for a, a long time. And just with the podcast is funny. Cause I wanted to mention, we, we talk about it all the time. We're like, Oh, we show up. We don't have a plan. I'm like, guys, we haven't had a plan in like two plus years or, or yeah. anyway. <laughs> um, but it, it, it's one of those things is it, in person with, with, you know, when the candidates are there, it's, it's easier to be like, Hey, like these are my qualifications and, and you see me with my, my, my peer group. And obviously the way we get along and, and they don't, you know, come in behind me and say, well, that guy's a, a POS and he's never done anything. Don't listen to that guy. Uh, but like when you come out on the Internet, it's I don't know, it's just a weird thing. I don't want to be like, I, I, you know, I have this experience and you should listen to me. But I, I have a tendency to be like, you shouldn't listen to me like, oh, I don't know anything. You know, like that's all of our like go to is like, oh, we're a bunch of idiots. We don't know anything. And why would you even listen to me? And so I've been trying to temper that a lot is, is, and, and, and talking to people about it and being like, Hey, like I do have these experiences. This is what 
I found out through this. It's not the end all be all. Um, and I, and I think one of the problems too, like is the more experience you have, the more, the less black and white the world is. And so when someone comes to you for like a specific piece of advice and like, we get a little vague about it and I, you know, I bounce around and I'm like, well, it's not really a good answer, but like, what do you want to do? It's uh it just comes across as a whole bunch of muddy water. And I'm, I'm not really sure how to get past that. Over to you, Jared. <laughs> I, <clears throat> I don't know that imposter syndrome ever goes away. If, if that's, I don't know. It's weird. I, I have a weird level of confidence. Um, and, and it's, it's rooted in uh, probably a lot of false stuff, but like, I believe that whatever situation arises, like as long as, well, for the obvious things, as long as you're healthy and everybody's healthy and all that kind of stuff. Right. But other than that, I have, I feel like I have a, a, tendency to succeed in that or things are not succeed, but things are going to be okay. Right. So if this situation, whatever it is, goes bad, like, all right, man, I'll be all right. Like it, it's, it's weird. So I don't, I don't know. I don't know where well, I'm I think going we, with this, but it's I just, don't know either, but I love how Trent was talking about like, <clears throat> uh, you know, being really careful and trying to say things succinctly on the internet. And then you uh, immediately failed at trying to say exactly what you meant succinctly on the internet. Cause you were doing yeah. the same thing. Like Trent just described like how important it, us for, it is for us to, to be accurate and not say something like completely wacky or make yourself like, it, it's funny to watch you do the thing that Trent literally just exactly said. Cause we all feel yeah. that it's so hard to describe things or, you know, be succinct and clear. I have that same feeling though. And I think you get it out of the pipeline is, is, you could die doing just random stuff. You think about dive school. How many times a day could you just die at dive school? Like if you panicked or if you shot off the bottom or if you lost your buddy oh, yeah. or if you did any of these things, I mean, that course is, you know, four to six weeks long, you know, depending on which, which course you're taking and how much stuff you're getting. And, uh, you can, you could like die every single day for six weeks and for you to just yeah, kind of like could. graduate and go back. And I mean, you translate that right over to free fall as well, you know, I mean, yeah, you're not going to die in the tunnel, but, you know, you very well could die in freefall, you know, and, and people have died at freefall and scuba school, you know, so like, you know, it's, um, it's reality of it, but I don't know. I, I just, I go through life with a healthy amount of skepticism, but at the same time, I'm also like, yeah, I'm going to be all right. I'll, I will handle whatever situation comes at me and let's, let's go. Like I think. To which I'm not really scared uh, to to do anything or scared about a situation happening. I know it's weird. I, I know that, like, I believe that anxiety is is real, and I believe that people suffer with it. I know, I don't believe. I know people suffer with it really, really bad, and I know there's varying levels of anxiety. I have a difficult time trying to empathize with it or understand or, you know, the whole, cause I, I like to put myself in other people's shoes and like, I'm generally really good at it, but I have a like anxiety is one of the ones that I just like, I struggle trying to put myself in that because I don't have any of it or, or whatever I do have is, is minuscule. I don't know. Right. No, I, I know what you're saying. 
And especially when we put it in the context of, you know, what started this conversation, which is people having people having anxiety over numbers, like people having that doubt over, am I ready to go in? Like, I get it. I think one of those things that we have is, you know, a lifetime or a career's worth of it's, you know, people looking at us go, okay, I know that you have, they don't use these words, but you know, I know that this is scary. I know you have anxiety, but we still have to go do it. So you got to find a way to get right with what we're about to go do. And you got to be there and you got to perform. We have the luxury of having thousands, you know, maybe tens of thousands of those reps in our career to, you know, to look at now, like, I don't have anxiety in the way that you describe it either. Like, of course, we all have our own, you know, mental health problems that we're working through. And, you know, I think I already mentioned negative self-talk and stuff, but yeah, I don't, we don't, I don't have anxiety in that way. It's like, well, it is what it is. Like it's a, a night free fall, full wall locker on Mark DZ. That's scary. I'm sorry if you screw up, you're going to die, but you can't like, you can't let that paralyze you. We got stuff we got to go do. Like training has to happen. So. You but know. there's a difference between being scared or having that. So, okay. So if we're going to equate that, I don't equate those the same as being on the back of a ramp, 25,000 or whatever altitude, doesn't matter. Right. And, and it's a night wall locker, like that level of, I don't, I don't know if that's anxiety. I don't know if that's adrenaline. I like, I don't know, but I think that is healthy because that means that you're not complacent. I think if you were to hop on the back of that, on the back of that ramp and do that, and you're just like, and you didn't have a, an ounce of like, all right, here we go. Then yeah. I think you're complacent. And I think you're, you're more dangerous than you are if you were, you know, less experienced at it. Um, and I think, you know, that's the whole thing. Complacency kills. I think that's the same thing when you're downrange and you're going out on patrol and you're like, bah, just another patrol. It's okay to think like, whatever, I'm going to make it out of any situation that we get in out here. That's okay to think, but to just be like, like whatever, I, I think is that's where people make mistakes. I don't know. Trent, I see you nodding your head. I know you got something about it. You got a hot take. He wrote a note. It's not hot. I did write a note. <laughs> Well, I just, I just wrote reps, right? It, it, to, to bring this back to like the candidates, the, the first time that you walk into a stranger's office and you want to talk about something, you know, I'm trying to think of like the lowest possible level. <clears throat> it can be, you're probably anxious to even just go talk to a stranger that's, you know, a, an adult with a uniform on or whatever. Like the first time you show up with a, with a new team, remember being that new guy, you get dropped off, you're, you know, you get on a helicopter, you're not with all your Air Force bros. And you go out to the middle of nowhere and you meet a whole bunch of new people and you have to go explain yourself to the, the team sergeant, the team leader. Like the first time you do that, at least for me, it's it's not an easy thing to do. It's like, I don't know what I'm doing, but like you're there to sell yourself and like integrate with the team and do all these other things. But you've already you already had like a whole bunch of reps up to that point. You've already met a whole bunch of new people. And so, like, I think when we talk to the candidates, um, these are the things that they need to be working on is, is walking to people's offices and starting conversations, meeting new people, getting those reps in to like inject yourself into a foreign environment that you haven't been in before and see how you react, you know, because it's, it's not, it's rarely going to be as bad as you think it's going to be, you know, and, and most people are, are just super cool about almost everything. So I, I think getting out of your comfort zone, even in that tiny way of, 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 of just meeting new people and starting conversations and, and getting that going, uh, those are like the building blocks to like being like, Hey, I'm going to go try something that I, I don't know what the outcome is. I'm going to go join air force special warfare 
and, and see what happens. I think I'm good. Uh, but like that, that level of anxiousness you need to be comfortable with because it's always going to be there. And like you said, it makes you sharp. You know, when you're jocking up for a free fall jump and you don't feel any, at least I've been there before. Like I've been jocking up and like felt totally relaxed. And I remember being like, I kind of panicked. I was like, Oh man, like, <laughs> Oh no. I am. <laughs> yeah. Like, so like you double, triple check everything and, and you try to like find that little bit of anxiety or that fear or whatever, uh, to, to keep yourself sharp, you know, but if you're like on your sixth jump of the day and you're just tired, you got to find a way to, to stay sharp. Yeah. To be constantly engaged with it. And yeah. And I, I think you're right. I think it is reps. You know, it, 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 it's, it's almost like we designed the pipeline in order to give you the skills and those building blocks <laughs> early. Uh, cause newsflash, it's not always going to be just walking into a new team room. It's not just going to be a PCS. Like sometime it's, it's an ambassador. And maybe you're the only Air Force Special Warfare operator that ambassador has ever met in your area. And you have to go convince him, be like, hey, we have these things that we can provide you and these things that we can do, we can work together. Sometimes you really are. It, it really does come down to two people in a room. And, and you have to be ready for that event. So you have to be able to build on those building blocks your entire time. And that's from the, the development program all the way up. Like this is really a development skill. This is not like a Jedi mind trick skill. This is like a basic food group. Yeah. Well, you gotta, I, I think you gotta be able to turn it on and turn it off. Right. Like you talk, meeting with, um, high ranking officials or, you know, people of whatever politics or politicians or whatever, people that make decisions, you know, for funding and, you know, being able to build buildings and do whatever, um, you got to know when to turn it on and turn it off. Um, and you're going to be, you're probably going to be nervous going in there and talking, but um, it still has to be done. So you better yep. collect your thoughts. And if you already know, like <clears throat> if we're going to talk about it, uh, like public speaking, right? People are ter- A lot of people are terrified about public speaking, but like Trent said, the more reps you do, the easier it comes. And, and you, you, one, you'll not only get better at it, but two, that that anxiety or that, you know, being scared is going to start to dwindle. Now, even when I public speak, even whether it's actually worse if it's a planned public speaking, if if I know that, like, I went and I did this uh, speaking thing at, at Leavenworth up there and uh, for Air Force recruiting service not the prison and, everybody there's a town that used to be close to us like peaches is not doing a circuit of you know prisons in the united states of america giving johnny Cash. Actually, i wish you were we can call it ted the incarceration series where you go and you talk to people that are in like ultra max prisons anyway go ahead that's what the army recruiters actually do <laughs> that's terrible. well especially now um <laughs> But uh, anyway, <laughs> so like I had that planned for, I think like a month and a half um, oh. that they had asked me to come speak and, and I, I bolloed it. It was a terrible speech. I mean, it was terrible. Oh. I think it was 10 minutes and it was awful. Of course, everybody comes up and, Hey, that's great. You know, you did a great job, whatever. I know that you're lying to me and I know it was terrible. <laughs> First of all, I, we have to I, talk I about, you don't have any integrity because we both yeah, know that stuff. Right. But had I been sitting there like at the, at the dinner table and they just said, Hey, would you like to come up and, and, you know, give a few words, <laughs> whatever, let's do it. You know, it. it's almost the, 
And so I equate that, like that thinking about it and that dwelling on it. That's probably the same thing that candidates are going through. They're, they've been thinking about this since they were, you know, 15, 16. Now they're 17 and they're allowed to talk to the recruiter, you know, and, and they've got all this, they've got so much built up in their head and now they're, you know, talking to the recruiter and now they're going to go to MEPS and then they'll hit development and all this kind of stuff. And that's all that. And you, and you nailed it, Aaron, big fish, little pond, you know, they're the, they're the stud that's in development and that everybody's looking up to and going like that person's going to make it. And then if you're not that big fish, right, you're looking at them going like, man, if they, if they can't make it, I got no chance. And, uh, and you just gotta, you gotta go. You got to dive in. That's, I mean, yep. guess what? If you don't, the answer is definitely no, you won't make it because you're not even going to give it a shot. Yep. Yeah. You can, you cannot make the pipeline. You cannot graduate the pipeline from debt. You can't graduate the pipeline from your development program. You got to graduate the pipeline <laughs> from A&S. <laughs> like. Well, and, and you said something there too, the, the comparison thing, the, comparison is the thief of joy or whatever, all that other stuff. But like I ran into this a lot when I was at the, uh, the SWIT course or prep, whatever we're calling it this week. Um, and, uh, candidates, and I know I've talked about it, but candidates are always, always comparing themselves. And I do the same thing. I always compare myself to other people, but also I'm, while we talk about imposter syndrome and also, there's also a piece of me that's like an incredible, incredibly arrogant person. That's like, this person can do it. I can do it. You know, it's like, it's a tool I use, but like they'd come to me and be like, well, like these guys up here are talking and like, I don't think I'm going to make it because they're so much better than I am and blah, blah, blah. And, and it's just like, guys, everybody, folks, settle down. You you have to have something inside you that says that you can do it. And you, you're not going to do it the same way that everybody else is going to do it. Just because you don't look the same in the mirror as that other person doesn't mean you're not going to make it. I don't know how many times we've talked about it, but like the the aesthetic of, of, of your muscles has very little to do with whether you're going to make it or not. It's, it's how hard you can work, how, how willing you are to not give up. Okay. Except for Jared, Jared actually showed up to Endoc and they were like, you're good, bro. You're good. Welcome and then to he the took course, off his hat baby. and they're like, just kidding. Day one. But, <laughs> just kidding. Um, day one. Look at this guy. <laughs> but you know what I mean? Like you, you're people allow like all this, this there's like positive negatives, right? Like that anxiety stuff that drives you to performance. And then there's negative negatives. You know, the, the comparing yourself to other people when it's not doing you any good, you need to compare yourself to you and to who you were yesterday and the day before and to the, the numbers and the standards and everything else that the, the people that have already been there um, are telling you about, not another 18 year old kid. I'm sorry for calling y'all kids, but I'm not, don't listen to your peer group that doesn't know anything or knows just as much as you do. That, yeah. Okay. So that's a good point. You got... <clears throat> Uh, I think I said this on the discord actually, but so you've got almost 9,000 people on Reddit on the, the pararescue Reddit, which is essentially the aspect war Reddit. Right. Um, and then you have, I think 400 plus people on discord. And uh, I, I was doing a, like a Q and a and on, on discord. And I told them, I was like, Hey, listen, I, I love that all of you guys are on here and that you're all, you know, helping each other out, encouraging each other, stuff like that. Something that you need to understand is that statistically only about a third. I'm sorry, not even a third. What did I say? 
I think I said 10 to 15% or something like that are going to actually make it. Most of you will not make it. You'll either, you know, fail, be non-select or you'll quit. Like, or you won't even, yeah, or, and, and yeah, or you'll pass that? memes in this discord and you'll never actually go. You'll just be a guy that's like, Oh, well, I'm, I'm trying bro. And it, that, you know, that's going to fizzle out. Life's going to get in the way. Like that's going to happen hey. too. Hey, we all serve in different ways, okay? And memes are incredibly important. So, like, don't put down hey, I love them. the I meme lords. <laughs> I love I them. Lo- hey, I, I get enough smoke. I'm allowed to say whatever I want about the memes. I've got my meme <laughs> G pass. Uh, no, I love the memes. The memes are great. Anyway, sorry, Jerry, go ahead. No, no, no. But, like, and it was, it was kind of silent for a second. Like, it, like it kind of, it kind of clicked, like, Man, that's right. Statistically, if we're if we're looking at the amount of people that are selected and the amount of people that actually go in, and Aaron, you're right. I didn't even consider like the folks that say they're going to do it. I'm going to do it and going to do it, and then never actually pull the trigger to to go in. So, like, throw those people in, and it's just like, hey, man, I'm not I'm not trying to be an asshole, but that's just the reality of it. Because if everybody, you know, if everybody in that Discord or that Reddit uh, went in and passed, like we would not have, we would not be a, um, golly, I'm missing it now. A critically, critically, critically command career field. Like, you know, and we'd have plenty to go around and we also wouldn't be very selective at that point either. So I don't know for anybody that's out there watching. I mean, the, the, the folks on YouTube or, or Spotify, Apple podcasts, like it's, that's just reality of it. Well, and it's funny before, you know, before the internet or before people could get so close to it, like you can DM us right now and you can be like, Hey, what did you feel like week five of selection and were you injured and whatever? And we can find somebody that will tell you exactly what that is. Like you're so close. You can touch every single part of this process that it's, it's fooled people. It's like taking away some of the mystique before you knew nothing about it. And you were just like, okay, well, yeah. I'm going to go to Lackland. Apparently they drown you. And then if you can like wake up from being drowned and be okay, then you graduate like that. That used to be the information that we would get out of it. Right. It's going to be the hardest thing ever. And then you go to Superman school and then you do the secret operator stuff that we can't even tell you about. Right. Like that's how it used to be. We realize that's not wrong. That's, that's not the best way. Right. Like we want people to train for it. Well, now it's so close and it's so transparent that people forget that it's really effing hard. People forget that we're still failing 91% of the people or 85% of the people that try it. It's still ridiculously hard. I'll tell you, you know what I wish? I wish every single person on the internet that said they're just going to like breeze through it in order to get to another job. I wish they all passed because pararescue would finally be manned at 100%. But the reality is they didn't and they haven't. And no matter how many things we change, like everybody in the comment section, everybody online, you can talk whatever mess you want. You can talk out of the side of your head about how standards are changing and how everything's different. Guess what hasn't changed? The attrition rate. Guess what else hasn't changed? The amount of people that we're getting into the career field. Actually, it's going down with everybody else's recruiting. Ours is doing okay. I'd like to say it's because of some upstart little podcasts that are helping out everybody. Huh? Air Force? Huh? Huh? You guys got any help? Huh? Maybe some, maybe three guys? Huh? That, uh, that are helping out on their own time? Like we're doing better than everybody else. There's got to be a reason, huh? Anyway, <laughs> but it's still hard, y'all. Like it's still selection. It's still a kick in the face every single day. So you can say whatever you want. You can say whatever you want on the internet. You have to put up or shut up. And it's still 
hard just because you know everything about it. I used to tell the the students in the apprentice course, I'd walk in and I'd start giving them mission drop and you could see their wheels start turning for what is this really? What is this really? What are we going to get? And I would tell people, I'd be like, hey, I'll tell you right now, you're not going to get contact on this mission. We don't have any op four. We're just going to go out and I want to see you walk tactically, but I'm going to give you a scenario. You have to follow it. And they would just like be astounded. They'd be like, well, doesn't that take away the training value? No, because you still have to go perform. Like the odds may be the odds. The Cleveland Browns aren't supposed to be able to win the Super Bowl. The odds are super long, but you know what? You still have to play the NFL season to see if the Browns are going to win the Super Bowl. You can't just say they're not going to at the beginning. You got to play the games, boys. I think that's enough of a rant. I think to everybody out there, you have better odds of making it through the pipeline than the Cleveland Browns have of ever winning the Super Bowl. <laughs> so first of all, statistically accurate, but hurtful, Trent. Okay. And it's not what you said. It's how you said it. It's the tone that you use when you spoke your words. Because it was Cleveland Browns. At you. <clears throat> yeah. I know nothing I actually, about football, but I know that they're never going to win. <laughs> that's, that's hurtful. Uh, but you're probably closer to right than you're not. <laughs> But that point, you know, the, the point that I'm bringing up is, you know, the, there's good and bad things to everything. There's good second and, and third order consequences to everything that we do. Right. So when, when we're thinking about this and, and again, we're, we're not really talking about anything in particular, but when, when you're in that development program and you're like, when am I ready? And, you know, how am I going to go perform? And I have all this anxiety about performance and all these other things that we talked about, like you, you have to be able to inject some realism in it. And I, I love getting, you know, DMs from people that ask. I had somebody that, you know, sent me this DM and I think he was looking for some big like Jedi mind trick sort of answer. You know, the the person that DM me was just like, you know, has anybody just woken up and decided that they want to be a PJ? And then, you know, from that day out, they just go and they just go do it. And I'm like, yeah, every PJ on the face of the planet has done that. Every single person that ever tried the pararescue pipeline woke up one day and was like, this is what I'm going to do. And I, I need to start today to make this happen. And they decided and you could just go. And he literally just wrote back. He was like, okay. I was like, yeah, so maybe, maybe make today your day. Maybe you decide today. Like I decided, you know, a long time ago and then nah, here I am good, bad or indifferent. But that's the most important thing. I was, I was talking to a friend the other day about something. Uh, and, and about like going to a, a restaurant and looking at the menu, right? And like, I'm the person I look at the, the menu item that I find something I like, I close the menu and I throw it away. Right. And it drives me nuts when people look at the menu and they keep looking at it and they keep looking at it and keep looking at it. But what I think of is when I got the, the briefing from guys with funny hats on their heads <laughs> and I realized that this was an option, <clears throat> I made that decision and I never, I never unmade that decision. But like right. these people that are like, well, I'm thinking about this. I'm thinking about this. It's like make a decision today and don't unmake that decision. Like that's the to me, like that's the huge part of success is like all, everybody here can say the same thing. Like I made that decision one day. And like you never like, yeah, you question it and you're it's hard and you want to quit sometimes and blah, blah, blah. But like you never were like, oh, well, I don't know if I still want to do this. Like mm -hmm. make a decision today so you don't have to make that decision later on. Let's, I think it's because they want to make sure that they are making, obviously it's because they want to make sure they're making the right decision, but I think they're so worried that it's the finality of the decision. It's like, oh, well, once I go this route, I can't, I can't change, but that's like, whether you do four years, six years, 10 years, you know, 
in the Air Force or as this job or whatever job, like it's a snapshot in the, the movie reel that is your life. Like it's a, it's a fraction of the time. And if anything, it's going to help you out. You're going to develop skills, knowledge, life experience that's going to help you. It's, it's, the chances are it's not going to hurt you unless obviously you get some kind of car accident or something like that. But like, it's, that's just the reality of it is that you're going to gain skills and gain knowledge that's going to help you out. You just got to do it. And then Aaron, to your, to your point, I got a message the other day saying, Hey, I want to be a CCT. Where should I start? And I'm like, man, have you <laughs> like, I, it's, it's frustrating because I, I want to help, you know, because the old coach in me wants to help. But at the same right. time, I'm like, Hey, have you, have you done any research? Have you, um, looked at, the, have you watched any of the podcasts or listened to the podcast or, or like, or did you just see, you know, Peaches CCT on Reddit and let me send him a message. Like, dude, you got to put in some work. Come on. Bro. Just, and, I'm so glad we're, I, I've been wanting to find a way to transition to this since we started talking <laughs> about it. I want to talk about DMS that grind our gears. Like I, I want to, <laughs> let's talk about messages and things that people do. That make us mad. I'm going to start with this story. I'm going to I'm going to give you a little bit <laughs> of a weird thing that I've been involved in. So you guys know the uh, the site. I was uh, I was on Shadowsphere for a long time, right? So Shadowsphere.com. I was an administrator, uh, moderator, and, and member of that site for like over a decade. I, I think I got on in like 2007 or 2000. I think 2008. You know, about that time frame. So it had some problems that went down. It's it's back up now. But we would always joke the members, the moderators, the staff. We would always joke about the summer. And like everybody, remember, we get to be about May time frame, and the jokes would kind of start in the back rooms on that on that site. We'd be like, "Oh, here we go! It's the summer. It's because all of these high school kids that have been cooped up doing presentations and group projects and do whatever. What happens in the summer? They got their phone and they got unlimited time, and they're just out here like, how fast can I fire off a message that I haven't done any work for? Ten seconds. That's how fast. Let me see if this guy gives me every answer that I know." The amount of DMs that I've gotten through the roof since summer started that are exactly what you're saying. Hey, man, uh, what's being a PJ about? Do you guys uh, attach to special forces teams? And I literally want to throw my phone at that person. I want to find them. I don't want to dox them, but I want to find their address. And when they open the door, I want to bounce my phone off their chest. And I want to just go, dude, did you look at the page at all? And they have not, it. And, not, it and not, ju- not just the page. I mean, you have un- unlimited resources to research. Right. And, and if you put in five minutes of effort, five minutes, you can gain so much knowledge alone, just five minutes. Mm-hmm. And then, you know, you've got some amazing people on, on Reddit and Discord and, oh, and yeah. even, you know, the Graham that, that they're either retired or they're just, they're in the air force and they've done research and they're willing mm-hmm. to answer the DMS and, and, or, you know, the posts or whatever. And I mean, that's amazing. And I, and you know, all three of us do it as well, but like, if, if you're not getting a message back for, you know, three to five days and it's a question on, you know, Hey, what's it about? Or where do I start to train or anything like that? It's like, What's Dude, the day to day like? There's a reason like why I haven't messaged you back because I look at that message and I go, 
no, I don't, I don't have time for this. I, yeah. I got a lot of other messages. I don't, yeah, don't want to answer I got legitimate like, what messages to answer yeah. that are, you know, unique. But Trent looks like he's disagreeing. Trent, no, are I'm you, not allowed uh, to talk about this. I, do I, you feel I've any? been called out for my approach before. And uh, apparently <laughs> I'm not coaching and mentoring the correct way on the internet. And I come across as kind of a, kind of an a-hole. So I'm just going to, is there anything you'd like to say to everybody listening to this podcast, which I mean, we're at like 50 minutes. So it's like four or five people tops. You already what? apologized. <laughs> my favorite part my favorite part of that entire thing was i knew where it was going okay i knew the big twist at the end i didn't and i was still I excited to see it i was i could see it i could see him teeing that one up from 400 meters away i was like i know exactly where this is going i was just like how is he gonna do it without cursing like conor mcgregor oh, the double belt champ does what the yappy wants i tell you what like i'd, I'd answered the 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 dm <laughs> And I was, I was nice about it. And then first, I don't know, I got in the shower, right? And the whole time in the shower, like my brain is just like, so I think I sat down right here. I think I still had a towel on on the bottom. I like threw a t-shirt on. I'm like, I'm doing this. I was, I was yeah, a little heated. Okay. Well, when I you sent that to me to edit, I was sitting here going like, I'm watching it and I'm, I've got it in, you know, Final Cut Pro. And I'm like, oh, where's he going? Okay. Land, okay. Land I was plane, like, maybe Trent. that. I was like, that really, um, just like, man, that really got the trip. Like, that really hit a chord with trip. Yeah. I was like, wow. And then the end, I was like, there it is. All right. There it is. Okay. <laughs> and then, like, did you do, 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 you're like, let me just get this reel ready to go. Yep. <laughs> I tried. I tried to zen out as much as I can, put like, I don't know, feeling space. I don't know. I tried. I'm a good tryer. <laughs> well, and again, public service announcement for everybody out there. Like we're regular people. Like you got, it, it's so funny to watch a group of people, right? Like, you know, you look at some of the, you look at the discord, you look at the Reddit, you look at all this other stuff and it's like, oh, what's well, one of the last places in the air force where it's a meritocracy. And like, you know, sometimes you have to say mean things to your friends and that's just what operators do, bro. Like, you know, tool Valhalla, like you have to like really, uh, mahalo yourself, like in the team room, we're all very like direct, you know, bro, like that's how it is, man. Like if you can't, you better grit a thick skin, bro. You better th get a thick skin. Cause, cause when you're in the, on the teams, bro, like they just say it. If you suck, They'll just be like, no, you suck. It's funny to watch those same people whine in a DM because I'm like, I, listen, did you did you look at anything? Well, I came to you for the answer. I don't understand. Like, uh, whatever. And, I, and I'm doing the thing that they say, and I'm telling them in like harsh language, like, hey, dude, you didn't do any fucking research. You're wasting my time. Go do something. And when you're ready, come back and I'll help. And it's those same people that'll be like, oh, I keep it's, those guys are so mean, Aaron. Aaron's mean on the internet. All those mean me pages are right about Aaron. You boot. <laughs> All of <laughs> you boot ass. Uh, man, hey, also hey, don't send I'll, anybody. Uh, don't send anybody send a DM. Me, yeah, because you'll go ahead you'll and get. send me your apology video right after this, so that I can <laughs> I can edit it. And, I sure yeah. will. I sure will. <laughs> I'm sure that apology video will go over like gangbusters. Um, but what? Why yeah, it's like an informational it, podcast, and you like get upset when people ask questions. That's my, my favorite. I love it. I I know. I do love it. I I love how this has just turned into us complaining about the people who support us. Like, guys, listen. Follow. Hit the subscribe button. Just leave a review for Trent. We obviously read them. 
We're Full obviously trip. up in the we're obviously <laughs> up in the comment section. Nobody ever tags me either. That's the other thing I'm going to put out there. If you're going to be mean, <laughs> at least tag me so that I can see it and I can get all of this out at once. You know what I mean? I have a very set schedule. I wake up in the morning. I look at my DMs, 75% of which are telling me to kill myself. I try to get that out of the way so that I could have a nice day. But if, if it, they're not tagged, guys, I can't front load them in the day. You know what I mean? And it really screws up my normal progression. So just throw it. You almost use it as pre-workout. I I do. I fuel my workouts with hate. That's essentially what I do. I go in because imagine my day, right? And we're going to bring it full circle. I wake up. I hate myself. I have 15 minutes or 20 minutes on the way in to really get myself ready to go. And then the first person that I have to look at is K-Dub in all of his good looking glory. And then he outlists me by like 60% on every lift that he does. So that's really the start to my day. So by the time it's nine o'clock and I'm in the office, I've really been knocked down a peg or two. You know, my, I'm, I'm really insecure. I'm not having a good day. That's it. People come into my office. They're like, I need this. And I'm like, thank God. Finally, okay. I can do something. Okay. I guess I will. Sorry for being a crappy op soup. Do, 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 do. <laughs> no, but, you know, and that's what a day in special warfare is like. But we're not we're not being poo poo on on the people that support us. It's just no. hey man, like just like guess what? Put it front load some work. Just put in a little bit of effort before you say where do I start or what do I do or how do I train? And and I will say I, mean, come on. I will say that um, to soften it a little bit. I, I think the reason that I feel like that is because really the oh, we say things for jokes here because we're obviously comedians. This is a comedy podcast. <laughs> um, but the overwhelming majority of people that do DM us really have done what they're supposed to. They really do have really valid questions. They really are like, I just want to know when I, you know, when is my wife going to be able to join me? Because a lot of that's in flux and I've tried to like Google it. That's a great yep. example of, of a great question. Dude, I'll reach out all day over that stuff. The overwhelming majority of DMs really are those appropriate, like I actually have done some work. So that sets our expectational bar pretty high. And that's why when we get these other questions, that's why we respond like we do. Because we we love the community that we fostered. And it's fair to say that we have a good ones ready community between the Discord and Reddit and, and whatever else. You guys have that ability. And we see it in the comments all the time. Somebody will ask a question, you'll be like, come on, bro. Like, look at this video. Look at this video. Look at this video, right? That's the point. That's the point of what we want to do. We want to give you, we want to give you the ability to fish. We don't want to give you a fish. So when you come to us and you ask us a question that you should have already answered, we're so used to seeing like these awesome candidates that are doing the right things. Like we're like, that gives us hope for the career field because that's why we're here. We want those people that are in. So when you come to us with a question that you could answer yourself, you didn't even do second one of the work. I don't want you in the career field. Like that sounds harsh. But when I see those things, when I see those personality traits, I didn't try to fix my own problems. I got mad at you when you said you wouldn't fix your problem for me. And then I whined and I came up with some excuse. That doesn't sound like a special operator. That sounds like somebody that's entitled. That's not going to make it. So when we respond to you like that, like, yeah, it's part of it's It's our expectation. Um, that's, that's making us feel that way. Like I, I will own that, but it's, it's because like, we see like you're behind your peer group. If you're doing that, like, if you're not trying to figure out every answer on your own, like you're behind. Now, and I'm glad you, I'm glad you, uh, 
gave the the folks that are out there in the in the whatever I don't even know what you call it the the Discord groups or whatever that are actually helping out other people because oh, they mean, crush it. Yeah, I mean they they really do, and that and then yep. they will a lot of times do the research and like, hey, actually there was a video or, and I'm not even talking about our podcast. Like you'll like there's swimming videos on that Stu Smith does, and and you know that they'll share, and it's like <clears throat> you think about the community of knowledge and personal experience because they also have personal experience doing the IFTs and mm-hmm. with their developers and their, you know, experiences with their recruiters and stuff like that. And like all that combined and shared consciousness is phenomenal. Like, so I like people that are out there should be taking advantage of that. Cause I know I would. Yeah. So this, this seems like a good point, but have we ever put out like the discord link? Like let's out when we get off here, I'll, I'll put it out, but uh, we'll also put it into the, comment section of this one like go hit that discord up go check you know reddit's cool but discord if you want some really focused information crap ton of channels lots of good stuff every once in a while my phone will ding and it'll be a meme somebody made an entire uh pillow with my face on it like one of those pillows that you can sleep with it was the most disgusting thing i've ever seen in my entire life i have never hated myself more than when i saw myself on a six foot long throw pillow uh, and it was just my face and it was like a screen cap from a podcast. It was legitimately the worst. It was at a bad haircut day. You could tell it was an early morning. It just was, it was awful. I literally responded, kill it with just fire. Saying. <laughs> <clears throat> Trent's birthday is coming up. I know what I'm getting Trent. Uh, the, yeah. the entire, the entire, the entire Sigmiller household is going to have just like several different long pillows of my face on. I'm getting you a blanket with my face on it. We'll get the ones for the couch, for everything. Pillows everywhere. It's going to be great. <laughs> I just wanted to say the one less like, serious thing. Uh, when, when Aaron says that he doesn't want you in the career field, what he's talking about is the you today. The you that didn't do the research. He's not talking about the you tomorrow that fixes Thank yourself you. and does the research. So like, don't get confused about the, the, the permanence of who you are today. It's, it's not a real thing. So what he's saying like is... is do the research. When you come back two weeks later and you ask a good question, boom, you're in. We want you in the career field. Right. Trent yeah, coming so, in with the glove save. Thank, yeah, thank goodness. <laughs> thank goodness. And, well, and it's so hard for me not to project, right? Because I say that knowing full well, somebody looked at me in my career and was like, we don't want you in the career field. And I was like, that's fair. I should, I should leave and I should go fix myself and come back, right? Like, again... When I say these things, everybody's like, oh, Aaron's so mean. No, I'm just repeating what people have said to me during my life and telling you that you can totally become a different person or a better version of yourself and come back and be acceptable. Trent just said it way, way better than I did. Yeah. And on that note, uh, appreciate everybody joining us. Uh, thanks. Like, subscribe, hit the notification bell, leave us a review on Apple Podcasts, leave us some stars on uh, Spotify, hit us in the DMs, even though we were just complaining about the DMs, check out the uh, the merch at onesready.com, and then, you know, all the collabs that we've got, you know, we've got 18 Alpha, we've got ATAC Fitness, or 18 Alpha Fitness, we've got ATAC Fitness, we've got uh, Trench Coffee, Hoist, Adorex Pomade, Eberly Stock, Cardomax, like, and we have the respective uh, promo codes with it. And if you're looking for those promo codes, they are in the comment, or not in the comment section, the uh, description of the video. So check them out. And uh, thanks for joining us. Have a great day, y'all. Train hard.